things a little bit different because my sister actually isn't even here today. I'm here with two of my very best mom friends. Okay, introduce yourself. My name is Kaylee. I have a son who's about a year and a half, and I am visiting from New York City where we live. Hi, I'm Rebecca, and I have a daughter who's almost a year and a half, and I live five minutes away from Shelby. No, it's so great that we're in the same room, though. <laughs> I crazy. am so excited. So, um, one thing that's really, really cool is you were both pretty vague about your children's ages, but Kaylee, your son is seven weeks younger than my daughter, and then your my daughter, son is Rebecca is just two weeks younger than her son and so yeah. they're when we say they're close in age they are close yes. in age like practically the same age which yeah. is when they're five it won't matter how many weeks apart right. they are they're yeah. all in the same kindergarten class <laughs> exactly and if we could ever get our acts together maybe they would actually be in the same kindergarten class but they would I don't love see that it happening. right <laughs> What if they all graduated from the same high school? Oh, oh a, a pipe so dream. Cool. Very cute. I mean, they yeah. can at least all go to the same college or something. Yeah. Right? Yeah. One thing that's really interesting about them being so close in age, like you mentioned, when it's five, it won't matter that they're a few weeks apart. But in the early days, especially of having babies, they change so rapidly. So oh. it would be like... Shelby's daughter was I, we, I knew it was coming next with my son and we could kind of like give each other like a heads up on what to expect next developmentally like nice but also terrifying yes when it's like a sleep regression yes <laughs> you're yeah. like my child hasn't slept for the last five days and I'm almost afraid to mention it because I'm like I don't know if this is like a her thing or if this is like a bum 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 <laughs> buckle up into a disaster but our our children are like similar ages and um we actually have you know a couple other friends who have kids within the same couple months and then um my nephew my sister's son is mm -hmm. just seven months older than my daughter and so we got quite the range. we kind of have if we could ever get them in the same location we would have the greatest play group of all time we would have a little toddler army to be <gasps> honest a toddler army. Toddler they talk about this rachel's army but like <laughs> we we could have one yeah i, I which one would be the leader based on the experiences we have this morning. But, um, but yeah, like it's just been really wild though, how massively different each one of the kids is too. Yeah. Um, and even things with, with sleep, like Rebecca, your, your daughter has just always, she, I don't even, I can't even, I don't want to jinx it. Oh, oh we oh, don't, we, we don't fight club. Fight we don't club. talk about fight club. Okay, okay, we're not talking about Fight Club. But in the past, your experience. Yes. yes. We can talk about Fight Club for the sake of the podcast. Just just talk about like when she was, you know, first six months. She's a good sleeper. She was a good sleeper. She was a good sleeper. We don't and say she anything. May, may be in the she may continue may to be a good sleeper. Oh, we're so afraid. <laughs> <laughs> not like superstitious but like i don't want to tempt anything yes <laughs> exactly but generally my my husband and i have gotten more sleep than most in the first year of their their children's life Which don't know what we don't know why such a blessing. she just mm -hmm. homegirl likes to sleep yeah and whereas my daughter is like no she might miss something how could how could how could life go on without her? Yeah. She can't wait. She can take a nap. No, absolutely not. What if you tell a joke? 
during that time period and she misses it and can't clap for you she needs to clap it's just a whole thing and then you know um Kaylee with your son one thing that like really really amazes me is living in the city Mm -hmm. he is so adaptable yeah I've actually been really impressed on this trip with his adaptability because every couple days he's woken up in a new city and And he's just like this is where I live now it's fine did you do anything like really to prep for this trip because you're in town for like a, a couple weeks a week and a half a yeah week and a half and so like, did you do anything to prep because that's how long we were in Italy but I spent like three weeks trying to stretch and prepare her to be adaptable and it worked and right. she was but did you really even do anything to prep him or is he has the, he just been chill the benefit of our travel is we weren't going to a, a six hour different time zone that's fair our time change was just an hour so we were like honestly if he gets up at six and goes down at you know 8 30 and then we go back and we're going to bed at 9 30 and like it's fine it'll be fine but honestly he just did it himself because the travel day was so rough so he was ready to go to bed at an earlier time anyway he just he kind of did it and we rolled with it but hey that's like an adaptability some some kids have some kids literally won't even sleep, even yeah. if it's their same pack and play, but like mm. a different ceiling that they're looking at, like yeah. they just can't sleep. I feel like that might be one thing that the city helped us with, because, I mean, since he was born, he's been taking naps on the streets, on the subway, like cars everywhere. Like, It's just wild. That kid will do it. He'll just, he'll nap in a carrier while you're walking through Times Square. <laughs> he doesn't care. I love that. My child did nap in a carrier walking through Times Square when we came to visit, but she was only ten weeks old then. Right. I think at that point she was just enjoying being in the in the in the ergo carrier. Mm. Yeah. Well, and we called my daughter a quote good sleeper, but she has to have her things. Yeah. You know, she's got to have her sleep sack and her sound machine and her lovey. But I'd rather have a particular child that sleeps than. I'll take it. Yeah. And the, everybody like posts those really funny videos of their child like sleeping on the roof of their playhouse out in the yard and I'm like oh but what if you were about to leave to go to the grocery store <laughs> like, I need some predictability in my life and my child does not not always giving me that not always giving me that well you know that they got my daughter to sleep on a mat at daycare and I Which was shocked so impressive yeah. okay so yeah that's the other thing is um, Kaylee, your son goes to daycare full-time mm-hmm. because both you and your husband have full-time jobs. Yep. But Rebecca, your daughter goes part-time. And right now my um, child, she's going back this fall, but right now she doesn't go at all. Right. We just do like play groups and start right. times and stuff like that. Yeah. So all three of us kind of have a different day-to-day care. and mm-hmm. child care system. Yeah. 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 And I think that, I think that's been kind of nice though, because like as I'm gearing up to what it's going to look like for us to put her in daycare in the fall, I can really kind of look to what is going on because she was in daycare this last fall, but she was in a very much so a baby room. Mm-hmm. There were cribs in there. There were lots of baby containers in there. Every time I went to go pick her up, she was sitting in like this like um, queue of high chairs. <laughs> there were like five high chairs deep and they're just like, one bite for you and one bite for you and one bite for you. And it was just so weird. Mm. Whereas like, I think I have a better understanding of what toddlers look like in daycare. And honestly, it looks a lot more pleasant. I think she's really, I'm hoping, I'm hopeful that she is going to be in a good place. Mm -hmm. And we're going to, I think we're going to start part-time. It really depends on my work situation, but I'm going back to work this fall. And I'm saying that confidently, even though I don't currently have a position, (laughs) someone hired me. Um, But, you know, like I, I, 
I'm hoping that, you know, we can have the kind of um, relationship with our daycare that you have with yours because, mm-hmm. I mean, his teacher is a beloved person in his life. We love her. And you cooperate well with them and some of the transitions they make for you, and that's amazing. <laughs> Honestly, yeah, yeah. Well, like moving to a one-nap schedule, I feel like that was daycare. They, just, they did it. They took yeah. care of that. So so I love that. Us having him at home now, going back to a two-nap schedule. Oh, Take yeah. care is going to be like, what have y'all done? Everyone <laughs> sleeps more on vacation, right? Fair. Yeah. Fair. I, Fair. That's one thing about like kids having tiny humans and thinking of them that way. Anytime he needs an extra nap or anytime he's like a little cranky, I'm like, you know what, kid? I get cranky too. Oh, that's fine. That. <laughs> I think about that all the time when people are talking about like mm-hmm. how toddlers and their, their world is exciting. Mm-hmm. and they're easily overstimulated and they just want to eat goldfish because every time you get a goldfish it tastes the same it has the same texture exactly. but every time you eat a blueberry that's not the case fair right. and i'm like that's me with ramen noodles you know it's never <laughs> let me down comfort you know what you're getting ramen noodles <laughs> i know exactly what's in that yeah mm-hmm. taco bell i know exactly what <laughs> i'm getting <laughs> No matter where in the country you eat Taco Bell, you are having the same experience. I love that so much. Oh, man. But that's true. Like, that's the consistency. That's why I try to Sponsor us, stuff. Taco Bell. Hey, Taco Bell. Let's... Taco Bell needs a mom partnership bad because they do the eat, eat great even late, but I have never seen a breastfeeding mom in those commercials. And that that's mm. who's really eating yes. the Taco Bell lady. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> and honestly, who do you think is eating the cheesy roll-ups? My son. Yeah. The, the children. The children. The children. The children. <laughs> I love it. This is this is really what we need to be campaigning for. <laughs> Forget all the all the Barbie collabs. We need a Taco Bell and Mom collab. There we go. In the, this summer. Give the people what they need. <laughs> but that I mean, speaking of food, that's one thing that like we even started like an original our original group chat was about yeah. the kids starting solids because it seemed so Mm-hmm. Yes. at the time and now it's like they have very different relationships with food even right. though we did very similar things right. yeah. and they all eat they all eat that's another thing is healthy how how scary it was at the mm-hmm. beginning mm-hmm. to look back i mean now we're all about a year and a half into it and like the things that we worried about mm-hmm. six months ago even and they seemed like the biggest deal in the world at the time it really yeah. felt that way it's just not anymore yeah yeah it's like well the biggest big things deal. change each yeah because like you know in their first eating foods and you have to do the one ingredient things and you have to make sure that they're pureed or cut a certain way depending on how you're introducing them like yeah that was the biggest thing yeah right it was like okay can i do this with the eggplant yeah or is yeah. it somehow magically a choking hazard when carrots are not, if you cut them like this, right, like right, so right, and what advice. are they allergic to? And what are, I thought oh. that's where I think that's kind of interesting. That's we, kind of we what. Still want to try kiwi again? Really? I mean, honestly. Ugh. Well, I mean, you know, my child, my child still that, hasn't so. tried peanut butter again, even though she was tested and is not I allergic. Know, every time she's had peanut butter, she's had a weird reaction. Yeah, she right. has. So we just don't even. Not and, worth it. Yeah. I mean, like you're you're gonna. She's going to be exposed eventually. Right. Mm-hmm. And like you. Well, that's what the doctor exposed, told us to okay, do. First but... of all, she's exposed every time she comes to my house. <laughs> my child eats peanut butter. Like with her whole body. And so there's just, unless I have recently mopped, there's at least one piece of peanut Well, and she's, a, she's been tested. She's not allergic. It's just an intolerance. Mm. Which, and we talked, we recently talked. I mean, we're still lactose free. Well, and you know, let's get, 
sorry, as mom thinks it might get a little gross, but my child will throw up in the crib and your child never has. We were talking about that, about how, and actually your, your son has, has more of a sensitive stomach than my child does too. But Rebecca and I were talking last night about, we went, we went to a Mexican restaurant and I was like, I hope this doesn't upset her belly. It's a little bit spicy Mm. about her daughter. And I was like, you know, my daughter, she, she really is getting into spicy stuff. She's really, really liking it. Um, now as somebody who changes her tempers, I don't know that we need to be getting into the spicy, but, um, (laughs) maybe fun isn't the word. (laughs) (laughs) Your definition really, um, fear factory. You used to watch that show. A spicy diaper. (laughs) Sounds like a good time. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man. Talking about dirty diapers, it's well, feeding into the stereotypes. No, but we were talking about it, and, and Rebecca was like, "I mean, honestly, you could give her like a plate of curated food that's not supposed to upset her belly, and sometimes she gets sick mm. by it. She just has a very sensitive stomach, mm. and it's just one of those things yeah. where it's like, I feel like we wouldn't always know, like the range of what is normal, right? Except for." Like having mom friends and and mom things to talk about. Oh, yeah. Because of the one time that Kaylee even said, like, she just thought that her son had little bruises all over his leg just because her house was dangerous or they weren't doing the right thing. So it's like, no, all of our kids do because they're crawling and walking and falling. I live in constant fear of daycare calling CPS. And then they're like, no, we've got bruises everywhere. I'm like, oh, thank God. Then Rebecca's child comes over and gets a black eye at my house. A true black eye because she fell on a bed rail. Like our our houses are perfectly childproof, right? But they'll find a way. And then even like even my sister, we um, like I called her once after a fall, and I was like, "What do I check for?" And she was like oh, you need to check for this, and was it twice her height, and, like, all this stuff. I'm like, where am I supposed to learn that rule of thumb? How was I supposed to know that if you hadn't told me? Mm -hmm. And I recently told that exact same rule of thumb to a friend who's got an eight-month-old right now. Mm -hmm. And so completely different life stage than, I mean, really exactly where we were this time last year, almost. Um, Or last fall, even. But, like, she was talking about how like with the mobility comes the anxiety Mm. because she's just like, I feel like if you're, if I'm not like within arms distance of him, like he could get into so much, he could get injured so easily. He's so fragile for so long. He has been this like tiny blob we must protect. And now he's the, he's going on the offensive. (laughs) He's going after that coffee table. I have to worry about the coffee table. He's, he's chasing the dog. Like she, she was talking about the anxiety that it gives her. And I was like, Especially early days mobility. Like, oh. you do have to just... Well, and that's another where our children are different again. Because my daughter didn't... She didn't start walking, like, fully walking until very recently. Mm-hmm. 13, 14 months. Oh, Whereas, yeah. I think your daughter walked about... Be- before her first weeks. birthday. It was three weeks before her first birthday. Yeah. And then your son beat that by... Like, two days or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very so, close. So, they were... Y'all's children were walking... And y'all were in it. And I just wasn't there yet. And, and actually, Rebecca yesterday uh, was watching my daughter do something. And she was like, um, I don't think that's very safe. I was like, oh, Rebecca, she does that all the time. I'm <laughs> curious. Like, it's like, well, if my child did this, who would be at the ER? Oh. I was like, well, she's got really good balance because she's been walking for like six months now. Yeah, fair. Um, she's a seasoned vet. And plus, there's no stopping her. She's going to try it anyway. So I'm just... 
know, I'm well, curious what has been the most like terrifying stage for y'all. Cause I think for me, it was that starting to pull up on things because there was no stability. Right. So it would be like, pull up, pull up, pull up, bonk, like fall so readily. I think that for me was the most anxiety ridden developmental period. But now that he's walking, like he'll fall, but it's not scary to me. Well, I actually like had so much more anxiety before she turned immobile than mm-hmm. I did when she turned immobile because I think I was just like always constantly afraid that I was going to like sit her down and she was going to be too slumped and mm-hmm. like not be able to breathe right and not have the strength to pick up her head or like, you know, like or I was going to lay her too close to the edge of the crib and then her little foot was going to get stuck out through the bars and she was going to somehow hurt herself. And so like the fact that she could move herself and like, oh my gosh, the other day I woke up and it was 4 a.m. Don't even know why I woke up. I have no idea. Probably because she's conditioned me to check on her multiple times during the night. Um, but I I literally have a picture of it on my phone. She was sleeping completely out, and her leg was stuck in its sleep sack out through the crib, just sticking straight out, like, at a 45-degree angle. And, like, the tension of the sleep sack was, like, holding her leg, like, oh my suspended. Gosh. And then she had another arm, like, straight above her head out the other side of the crib. She's trolling you. And she's just, like, she's just, like, stretched out like crazy. I did, for the first time in a long time, I did, like, zoom in on the monitor to make sure she's still breathing thing. Because I was just like, what is happening in there? She slept through the night. I didn't go in there. Amazing. She slept. I don't understand. And whatever trapeze artist dreams she was having, she is allowed to have, okay? (laughs) But, like, the fact that she can move herself, she can get out of those kinds of situations has relieved some of my anxiety, almost through, like, trial and error. Mm. Now, yesterday, she tried to climb a tree. She's not coordinated enough for that. I don't know that we need to be doing that. So I may be getting into another phase of that as she gets dangerously mobile. Mm. But honestly, I think I'll just put a helmet on her. There we go. I have to. Yeah. I think mine was probably pull, pulling up and then taking the very first steps. Cause that was definitely when she was just so brave and eager to do it, but just not there. Like that's when she got her black eye because she's just so brave, but not quite capable. Mm-hmm. But now that she's like fully walking, I just, I just let her go, mm-hmm. you know? Oh yeah. yeah. And she does really well. Yeah. She's got good instincts and yeah. she'll just sit down and she gets nervous yeah. about something. Yeah. I mean, she's really good. She's always been good because it took her forever to figure out how to walk as she was pulling up and standing. She's really good at just plopping down and knowing how to take the fall. So, yeah. yeah. So, like I mentioned, my friend who's got a, a child quite a bit younger and like, you know, I say quite a bit younger, but like they're all going to be in the same, you know, algebra two class <laughs> at some point, probably. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but but you know like it's it's almost kind of weird because one i have a very hard time remembering almost a year ago now because i have not slept since then <laughs> and there's just it's just so much life has happened since she was you know eight months old but it's also just kind of hard for me because i'm like i can relate so hard but also you have so many things coming mm-hmm. but also there's so many good things coming but also there's so many bigger things the bigger problems that we've got going on right now and she'll send me like all these pictures of like whatever child's eating and i'm like oh i literally just handed my child half a hammer like it's <laughs> wild to think about like 
how excited you are to be mixing these two things together finally yeah. and putting a little seasoning in it. And I'm just like, man, that's, that's for me one of those, like, the passage of time is so weird mm-hmm. as a mother because it's like, if you if you have friends with, like, kids with a, quite a bit of an age gap or, like, a significant, which when they're this age is significant, under one to over one, I think things mm-hmm. change a lot. Mm-hmm. But, like, it does, I think, make you even more aware of the time and let's sing like the way things change. I used to, we've moved quite a bit every couple of years. We would kind of bounce to a different state or a different city because of my husband's job. And I used to catalog things in my mind by where we lived or what house we lived in. Mm. I was like, Oh yeah, that's when we lived on X street. Now I feel like we catalog things by what my son was doing developmentally at that time. Yeah. I could totally see that. I think that's totally like the the cliche phrase is absolutely the most true thing of the days are long, but the years are short Mm. because absolutely, like absolutely. And that's one of the things that when you had a tiny baby, everybody would tell you it's going to go by so fast Mm -hmm. and you're sitting there thinking, no, it's not. This is (laughs) going by so slow and it's so exhausting. But now being just over a year into it, when I, the, the, cliche older folks say oh it goes by so fast I can look at them and be like yes it does oh my gosh please make it slow down you know I get it now Mm -hmm. like we went this morning we took the the babies which is weird to even call them that because they're basically college freshmen at this point (laughs) but like we took the babies peach picking and last year I wore my daughter the whole time because she wasn't crawling Mm -hmm. she wasn't walking we managed to get a picture of her and one of our friends who have a daughter the same age, two weeks older mm-hmm. than my daughter. Um, we got a picture of them like sitting on a blanket at the end with some of the peaches, but like it wasn't, it wasn't for them. And then today we got like, I don't know, maybe a fifth of the peaches that we normally do because we were running fast. As my daughter says, she would go so fast and then she would just take off through the trees. Towards a tractor. Towards a tractor. Truck. <laughs> the way that she says it and it's just one of those things where it's like this is a completely different experience oh yeah because last year i had a blob yeah. that was largely ornamental yeah. like a little <laughs> yard gnome that yeah. i brought with me to take pictures of in the peach orchard <laughs> i love you sweetheart <laughs> the cutest little yard gnome <laughs> it was so fun today though because now they can my daughter's caught up. She can walk. She can oh, keep yeah. up. They and were they just, scream each other's names. They were just all, all walking around, just having a blast. It was literally so much joy to look at all of the toddlers Honestly, we just should take our around. children to more farms anyway because the amount of running they can do before they run into a vehicle. Yes. And at that, a very slow-moving tractor yeah. is, I mean, that's better than a local park around yeah. here. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like we should tell the people about the inception of mom things oh i love that <laughs> go for it so shelby and i used to work together and rebecca and i are sister-in-laws and because we have kids that are so close in age i realized that we were having the same conversations separately so i was talking to shelby about one thing and then like two days later i'd talk to rebecca about it so at one point we just did a group chat or a group Marco Polo and we started having those conversations together and mom things was born. I love it. Though. Yeah. Yes. And I think we talk almost every single day now yeah. too. 
and yeah, I can't. Today, so we don't talk. Are weird. Yeah, I'm honestly yeah. concerned if I don't hear from one of you exactly. guys. I'm like, uh, last time that we happened. Had this conversation <laughs> the other day about how I like had a weird dream that something happened to me, like steal magnolia style, and my child was the only one home, and I was like. How would anybody know what happened to me? And then I was like, wait, if if the girls hadn't heard yeah. from me in the morning, somebody yeah. dropped. I mean, I don't know, like, if by the time we got, you know, mobilized to figure out who was going to check on who, I don't yeah. know, would necessarily have moved that past. But there would definitely be yes. someone. Yeah. yeah, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. The time that we, the probably the time, maybe what you thought of was when my mom passed away. Yeah. And y'all didn't hear from me. Yeah, yeah. and, and it's we like, were, no, yeah, something we major were happened. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh, sure. And yeah. it was for good reason. Yeah. 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 But yeah. I mean, yeah, it's, it's, I feel like it's been so like, but the weird thing is, is that like, I feel like having mom things to talk to and mom things like our, what we call our group chat and everything. But I feel like having mom things has actually helped me find my identity as more than just a mom. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. because it's not like we always talk about like, careers or marriages or fun new movies coming out or Taylor Swift but we do at times talk Mm -hmm. about those things and we kind of and sometimes like um crowdsource some of the like the the bigger conversations like screen time like Mm -hmm. bedtime routines like that Mm -hmm. kind of stuff and so it almost kind of just like frees you up to be like, you know what? I'm not going to toil over that decision anymore. We talked about it. Right. We, we figured it out. Mm-hmm. Like, it's going to be fine. Or Honestly, I feel like it's helping me, like, pool my resources, time being one of them. Because mm-hmm. there's a lot of these questions that I feel like you might should ask your doctor about, like, or traditionally you might call your doctor to ask about it. But I know that two weeks ago, Rebecca asked her right. doctor about it. Right. And if it's not specific you. to my kid, I feel fine with saying, well, Rebecca's doctor said right. this. So when, well, I remember one day you texted me at like 9 p.m. and was like, can you send me that chart on yeah. the like weight by weight ibuprofen or whatever mm-hmm. Motrin or yeah. whatever because my doctor won't get back to me for three days but I need that information now I really don't want to google it I'd really right. get it from, rather get it from someone's doctor exactly right? yeah well and like literally two or three nights ago my daughter was having the hardest time going to sleep which like we mentioned is not um that's unusual for her to be having a hard time to go to sleep mm-hmm. and she was teething bad and I literally just looked at my husband and said Shelby said that you can dip Benadryl like on your finger and put it on their gums oh my. you know what I mean and my sis told me that yeah. and it has worked wonders because mm-hmm. it's a little bit of a numbing agent right and so you just put a tiny bit on your pinky and just rub it on the gums all around mm-hmm. and it can usually help get them over the edge to go to sleep and it's so helpful right. yeah but that's the thing is it's like I feel like you get you know like a tiny bit of face time with your pediatrician or a tiny bit of FaceTime with your, with the grandmother in the picture who knows what's up or whatever. But like the three of us sitting here have three pediatricians, mm-hmm, which right. means we also have three nurses, right. which means we also have, you know, three sets of grandparents and three sets of moms who we can ask and three yeah. sets of sisters. Like, yeah. and you know, like, but, and then friends of friends that right. we, you know, have kind of like, and so it's like, it's kind of starting, you're kind of starting to see how like, the word village could be used. Right. Yeah. 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 Agree. <laughs> well, I, I agree. Think my, I think we're, we're all, I feel like we were all sitting here thinking like, man, village. village. Mm-hmm. Like to have a true, I, this is my village. You yeah. know what I mean? I'm literally looking at my village. And yeah. it's way better than it was alone, but, but it's still very small considering yeah. what yes. it could have been. Yeah. 
and how it probably was like back in the day you know like well, i feel like I mean, now our village we have a village because we have technology which is kind of crazy right. to think like if i didn't have technology and if i didn't have that lifeline to you guys I would be stranded in the city yeah, with a kid. Taco Bell, this friendship is actually <laughs> sponsored by Marco Polo. Well, honestly. <laughs> honestly, Marco Polo. But then also, I just had the random thought to um, explain to them that Kaylee and I are sister-in-laws and found out that we were pregnant <laughs> one day apart from each other. Which is wild yeah, to me. so crazy. Yes. Yeah. I was pregnant at the same time as my sister for, like, I I found out two weeks before she gave birth or something like that like something really wild like that and so there was overlapping but I wouldn't tell her mm-hmm. because I was afraid that like well you know like you're getting ready to give birth and all that stuff I'm like one I didn't want any of the attention to shift mm, right. at all because like we had this was a long-awaited nephew we were very very excited for nephew but also I wanted to tell her person and also I really didn't want to tell her like and send her into labor <laughs> And then, you know what I mean? I was just yeah. kind of like, you know what? I'll just, I got time. Right. The size of a tiny little mustard seed at this point. <laughs> like, it's good. We'll tell you when it's a blueberry kind of vibes. Yeah. You guys found out so close to it. Well, you sat on it for a little bit. I sat on it. So, so Kaylee told us and whole family, what, the day you found out pretty much? Here's the thing. My you husband. Know, you guys have like more of the quintessential <laughs> village because you are also related. Yeah. Yeah. True. Still from a distance, but yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's the it's the distance. Yeah. yeah. It's the whole multiple states and time zone away thing. Yeah. will do it. Yeah. So my husband cannot keep a secret. At all. Especially from his family. Especially when it has to do with a grandkid. So he he told me, and I appreciate this honesty, but he said either we can decide to like keep it between us and when I go take our dog for a walk, I'll call my parents and tell them. <laughs> Oh, no. Or we can tell them together. I, I was like, they're telling mine. You're back. Yes. Or you can be a part of it. Exactly. Your right. choice. But we're telling. I am telling people today. So no. we literally told them at four weeks the day I found out. No. See, and I found out. I You told you told us. Mm-hmm. And I looked at my husband and said, well, she beat us. And then I found out I was pregnant the next day. Which is wild. But that's the, whole, that's the thing. I thought that whole day, I was like, it was meant to be. Kaylee and I were meant to have babies together. We were meant to do this together. Fun fact, Kaylee and I have known each other since high school. Like, yeah. you know, but <laughs> then my husband went on a military training and I wanted to wait until we had our first doctor's appointment. So I kept it a secret for like a whole month. Yeah. 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 Matt, you could never. <laughs> <laughs> that out into the world official <laughs> statement let the record show yeah. husband cannot keep a secret yeah if you do not but want his parents to know do not tell him <laughs> even just the variation in like finding out and how we told our husbands and how our pregnancies work so our pregnancies were dramatically different, different. Mm-hmm. and our births were dramatically different yeah, yeah. and like i think that's that almost having like for me i so i I've struggled with postpartum depression. I've struggled with postpartum anxiety. And there's there's something to the whole, like, the kids are all right thing. Mm-hmm. Where, like, you know, like, there's something to the fact that, like, I can watch you guys make dramatically different decisions mm-hmm. than I make. And yet your children are thriving. Right. And the, it's, in some ways it takes that pressure off. Like, right. it doesn't make you not want to still do the research. It doesn't make you not want to still make the best decision 
for your family, right. but it makes you one see more options than you might because yep. we live in a TikTok algorithm world. So TikTok is just going to show me, like, in some ways, what I'm already looking at mm-hmm. or looking for. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And so, in some ways, it's like one of those things where it's like it shows you the options out there. Mm-hmm. Like we're gonna drill on the guns, yeah. right? But it also shows you that if you do it differently, it still works. Right. And I feel like sometimes, you know, I don't quite get to see that in, like, other friendships or whatever. I feel like sometimes you just hear people say, like, well, this is the way to do it. Mm. Or you must, especially when you're pregnant, you hear, like, oh, you must have Mm -hmm. X, Y, Z. Or this is the only sound machine. Mm -hmm. Or um, you have to get this. If there's one thing you can't live without. Yeah. In order for your child to truly be safe, Mm. X, Y, Z. And, like, our houses have dramatically different um, layouts, so they have dramatically different child proofing. Mm -hmm. They have, you know, like we have, um, Rebecca and I have dogs and and Kaylee does not. Mm -hmm. And it's just one of those things where it's like, we have such different things and we've watched our kids go through so many different, um, chapters it's almost like a little choose-your-own-adventure mm-hmm. because, like, you could see it going different way, but we're all going to end up in the same spot. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, we're all going to end up with the toddlers with the graham crackers. We're all going to end up <laughs> – and, like, there's – I feel like you hear a lot, like, you can you can cook them an orga- organic puree when they're six months old, but they're still going to be eating cold french fries off the floor when they're three. Like, you can hear that, and there's, like, a, a pessimism in it. Mm. Or – you can like experience that mm-hmm. and see the hope in it. Right. Yeah. Like use your energy on the decisions that matter to you. Right. Because, yeah, I mean, occasionally you can feed them a cold French fry. Right. Right. Or, and then there's things like, I think we do, we do screen time a little bit differently, but we also discovered recently not, not only is it like a, a, a choice between how much screen time will we do or not, also, our kids are different about how they feel about screen oh time. My, gosh, my, my daughter will watch, watch things. and my <laughs> daughter will watch anything. She will watch anything and be glued to the TV and entertained or calmed, whereas your daughter won't. That won't calm her down mm-hmm. or soothe her or get her ready for bed. We tried on planes, trains, yeah. automobiles. The closest it's, she's got is is 115 degrees, and I turned on Frozen and turned all the lights off and made it like a movie theater. We got cups of Cheerios. And we both just sat on the floor with cups of Cheerios and we watched Frozen and she watched 15 minutes of it. It was so cool. But I had to fast forward from song to song to song to song to song. (laughs) It's, I feel like I'm a hybrid between you guys because my son will watch Moana. Just Moana. Until the end of time. (laughs) I cannot tell you the amount of times we have started Moana. He loves it, but you turn on Cars, Fantasia, Lion King. It don't care. Bluey. Doesn't care. Bluey gets mad. Hands us the remote again. Let's try again. Yeah. Moana. It's so wild that yeah. it's even the variation, and it not only be the variation in our choices, but in their choices. Yeah. Right. What and they that's like. Also, really reassuring because, like, you know, you hear that like you can't you can't change your child. They mm-hmm. they're born the person that they're going to be kind of as, mm-hmm. and so it's like. You know, there's, there's something that's nice about that. Yeah. Like, okay, yeah. that's nice. Well, I, I used to wonder, like, man, how does Shelby get through her day without screen time? And I used to feel like a, a, almost a little bit of guilt. And now I've realized, B, 
because that's not what would have soothed that's not what would have worked for your child yeah she likes to follow me around like a duck exactly that's how that's how she entertains herself (laughs) she follows me around like a baby duck and she likes to bring me things and she likes to eat snacks and she entertains herself by watching trash trucks out the window you know she's just she's just living a very different life sponsor us waste management (laughs) (laughs) so many so many ad placement opportunities honestly they need to get their act together We're open for business, Taco Bell, Waste Management, Moana, and what was the other? Marco Marco Polo. Polo. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay, so um, in order to like wrap up this conversation, um, let's, let's use it as, let's use this opportunity as a little bit of encouragement because I think it's safe to say that like, so I'm an extrovert. Mm -hmm. Rebecca, you are not. Mm -hmm. Not at all. No. This is probably the most extroverted thing you've done this year. All or my whole life. Or your whole life. Well, we're very grateful to you. It's only, it's a testament to how comfortable I am with these two women in front of me that I am even doing this right now. What they can't see is that we're like a foot from each other's faces because we're all using the same microphone. So there's that too. And then Kaylee, are you kind of a hybrid? I feel like I am. I don't mind being around people. I was a theater major. I don't mind being on stage but I get my energy from being alone. So I'm technically an introvert, extroverted introvert. So what would you say, I guess, I guess we'll do a yes or no question and then we'll do a little bit of a different thing. Mm -hmm. But like, would you recommend the time and effort it takes to make mom friends? (gasps) Invaluable. Absolutely invaluable. Even if it does. Yeah. I mean, even, if from my experience, even if they're not in the same town as you, having that connection with someone who is in a similar stage as you, I mean, it's a lifeline. Mm-hmm. It is absolutely a lifeline for me, especially feeling so isolated in the city otherwise. Like if I didn't have you guys, who do you talk to Right. You're, about this? You're yeah. a seven week old baby. Honestly, <laughs> he would get sick of me. Yeah. <laughs> Rebecca, yeah. would you recommend the time and effort? Yes. Energy? Yeah, even for an introvert. I don't know what I'm gonna do when you move, Shelby, because I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to find somebody. You know, Kaylee brought us together. <laughs> I generally make friends when they're brought to me, <laughs> so I don't know what I'm gonna do. Gonna, Taking applications you're now. Make, yeah. You're gonna have to make the business cards, the baby yes. business cards yeah. for the play dates. Because it's it's absolutely worth <laughs> like it. Our children are heading it off really well. Yeah. Here's the Google voice number that you can text me and we can settle another play date. Yeah. I seriously thought about making baby business cards because I'm a very extroverted child as well. Mm-hmm. But you know, like I do, I think it is worth the effort. And there's so many nights and so many days and so many things where you're like, I do not have the time to even care about what my husband cares about right now. Like, please stop talking to me. <laughs> but that's that's the days when you need the friends. Mm-hmm. Where you, you need because you. It's so easy when you're in the trenches to not take the time to like look around and see that other people are in it too. Mm-hmm. This has always been my way of knowing that like other people are in the trenches too. Mm-hmm. And I have a lifeline to reach out to that some, someone gets it mm-hmm. no matter how different and our gets... children have handled the situation. Yeah. Even if the advice that Shelby gives me does not work for my child to know that there is someone I can ask the advice to right. someone that I can talk to and is not going to, 
just provide judgment it's gonna be like an acceptance and a like sometimes i've been through like, it too i'm sorry you're going through that like yeah that like sucks. with the, the vomiting thing i like i my chance is thrown up i'm gonna jinx it i'm gonna jinx it but she stood up like i could count on one hand yeah even when she was a baby she just didn't spit up like yeah. she got stomach steel like her yeah. father like her father before her <laughs> but you know it's one of those things where i'm like all i can say is i am so sorry Right. That sounds terrible. Yeah, same for sleep. But I mean, we've had totally different experiences. I we don't talk about Pycon around Pycon. sleep, but there's still a relatability know, and still a, still a looking at you and yeah. knowing, I know that sucks and so, I know that's hard. Something know? that's so encouraging about the effort of making mom friends also, like not only do they get it, but they get me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that is so important and so special because you can get lost in the sauce so easily Yeah, in the Taco Bell sauce. Tacos. we're available for sponsorships um <laughs> you can get lost in the sauce so easily and you feel like i've heard so many stories about i don't know who i am i've lost my identity and my child i feel like making the effort to make those mom friends that you talk to and you touch base with every day we talk about our kids yeah right but we're also a lifeline for each other yeah like talk, i know we're you. friends with each other we're yes. friends we know what's going on in each other's life yeah. we can spend a whole day talking something not related to our children at all and then we'll say something like hey this is an actual mom thing actual question can i give them this much raspberries you know we'll bring it back to our kids if we need to but man it's just friendship yeah 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 okay so uh, another question yes or no would you recommend i know what the answer to this question is it's very loaded would you recommend um trying to make mom friends with someone that you can't see every day because I think social media portrays mom friends as you know something that that we do sometimes have where you you know like you load up and you meet at Target and you push the cart side by side mm-hmm. and, you, and you have the little your your iced lattes and you walk through the diaper aisle together and then you also go get a little snacky snack and you know look mm-hmm. at earrings and Rebecca and I do that sometimes yeah. and it's really wonderful mm-hmm. but like Kaylee for you like, do you think that you would recommend, like, that connection even when you can't always, when you're not in it for the play dates? Mm. You know what I mean? Because I think so many people want mom friends right. so that their kids can play. Right. And there is so much value in that. But then there's also, like, this extension part of you that is so much more mm. who you are. That it's like, you know, like, the kids will probably get along anyway. Right. Right. They don't have to be besties. It helps that they are, but yeah. they don't have to be besties. But like, do you think that would be something that you would recommend? I feel like any connection that you can make is a worthwhile one, whether you're in person or if you're far away. If you can connect with somebody that gets it, gets you, like we've talked about, I think I think it's a worthy endeavor. Yeah. So you don't feel like an island, even if you are physically because I I very much am but like for me it kind of works because my son is in daycare he sees kids he plays with kids constantly so I'm not worried about him from a like social standpoint but my husband and I both work full-time jobs so we don't have much time to invest in physical friendships Mm -hmm. so like would it be great to have somebody there that we could go to Target with and like do those kinds of places yeah sure but I don't have like the capacity so having those virtual friendships for me like fills that need yeah i feel like my son is taken care of so we gucci 
Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't have to be, yeah. the needs don't have to be met at the yeah. same time. Right. Right. The same, like under the same roof. Right. Right. Okay. I mean, play dates are, they're wonderful. I feel like our two daughters have me and Shelby. They've just sort of kind of, they figured out who they are. They, mm-hmm. they know each other by name and it's so cute. And I love it so much. I love that we can just say, Hey, we're both having a bad day. Mm-hmm. Let's go to TJ Maxx yeah. or Hey, come hang out at my house. It's wonderful. It's the, it is so amazing to walk into your friend's house and they already okay. have their house set up for another toddler. Right. Mm-hmm. But I remind myself when I get sad about the fact that you're moving, that we talk every day virtually, right. Marco Polo. We well, can do it from across the world. And our friendship mm-hmm. comes first. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. Man. Okay. <laughs> well, I just want to thank you both for stepping out of your comfort zones a little bit and doing this. Um, it's just, you know, I think it's I think it's a, a unique setup that we have and a unique friendship, but but definitely a major lifeline yeah. for me. Um, and, and I know for both of you as well. So just wanted to say thank you. Thanks. And, um, and Thanks for having us. I haven't us. told you lately, you're both very good moms. You're a good mom. <laughs> you're a good mom. <laughs> you're a good mom. We're all good moms. We're all good moms.